This is AJ McCall. Drop the mic on Beyond Stranger Bridgeland, a sequel. So first of all, let's introduce everybody. It's a great book that we're going to get into because we have producer Butters. Hello. Of course, McCall. Hi. I feel like I had to say that, but McCall's here. <laughs> I'm here. Intern Tiny Tim. <laughs> Hello. And then the author of uh, Stranger Bridgeland and Beyond Stranger Bridgeland, which we're talking about today, Mr. John Olson. Thank you so much. It's so great to be yeah. here. We, thank Thanks you for, for coming in. We're super excited to talk about especially since it's October. Now, real quick, Johnson, we have some stories for you I want to share. Awesome. And I wanted to ask you, so when we had you in for the first book, because we talked about this time last year with your first book, mm-hmm. you said one of the issues you ran into was um, you'd heard a lot of stories, but there were several people or plenty of people who wouldn't sign off on letting you publish their stories. Yes. Writing the second book, was that still an issue or the fact that you did one already? Did people like, oh, I see what you do. Okay, just change my name and here's my story. Yeah, there was a, a couple that are in the new book that uh, relented after the book, after it came out, the <laughs> gotcha. first book, and they read it and they're like, okay, you know, he's going to change my name and it's okay. So yeah, that, that definitely helped. And it also helped with opening up with having a lot more people come to me with their stories. So right. it's been great. Okay. So having that said, we want to share, so we had two stories because McCall and I dabble in the paranormal topic every once in a while on the morning show and then happen to talk about uh, some stuff recently. And so we have two stories I want to share with you. So let's do uh, the first one I think we have is Jeremy's here, which is, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you. I'll just let you listen. So go ahead. My brother and my sister are actually Navajo, but my friend that's Navajo used to live down in Arizona, New Mexico area, where the Navajos, uh, Kiowa are. And he actually has a story about skinwalkers. They were walking on his roof. This stuck with him. He even blesses his house to this day. But it was walking on his roof because they can uh, have horse hooves. And came inside of his house, and him and his little brother were in the room. And he told his little brother, don't look at it, don't look at it, look at me. And the thing got on top of him and his little brother and started breathing on them. If, if you have a fear of skinwalkers, go down to Bryce Canyon. There's uh, somewhere near southern Utah down there. There's a trail called the Moon Trail. Walk on that, and you're bound to run into one, and you'll be over your fears like that. That is crazy. I Isn't love that, that story. nuts? That is. AJ's response to that was, no thanks, I'm good. I'm going to be terrified <laughs> from a distance still. Yeah, even I mean, even the thought of that happening, let alone it right there in your face breathing on you, that's insane. It right, makes well, your blood boil. Like, yeah. it makes your blood run cold. Yeah. It's crazy. <sighs> exactly. Because well, you finally got a skin, and then we'll get to it. We finally, because we talked about skinwalkers, because McCall introduced me and has mm-hmm. introduced, I think, You're a welcome. lot of people now, thanks to our morning <laughs> show, to skinwalkers, and you didn't, but you got a story in this book. Yeah. And uh, I, I I actually wanted to play that too because the the have you heard of the Moon Trail? I actually wanted to ask both of you because I know McCall's. Very I had never really heard stuff. of it. I'm gonna pull it up now because I'm just really curious. Mm, I hadn't heard of it. I either. need to figure no. out where it's at. Because whenever McCall tells me about Skin, Skinwalker Ranch, is the one that comes up. Mm-hmm. And so him mentioning the Moon Trail, that Jeremy was the the one that shared that story with us. Well, the the uh, so Skinwalker Ranch is in. It's more eastern Utah. And like Southern Utah is more so, I mean, Southern Utah, you get four corners. Like that's the area that he's talking about, I think. Right. So I think you it get, is, yeah. yeah. So you get like uh, Arizona right down in there and New Mexico right down in there. And that's all like very much where a lot of the like skinwalker stories originate from. And uh, just right. for context, McCall, what's the, the quick and dirty skinwalker explanation? Just in case the people that haven't found them yet <laughs> want to know. Um, with skinwalkers, it's like. John, would you would you do the honors? Because yeah, it's like no, hard it's, to explain. So the the best explanation that I have been given and that I understand is a Native American medicine man who has gone over basically to the dark side, um, 
and it involves uh, killing people and things of that nature. And uh, originally, the skinwalkers were the medicine men, like I say, went to the dark side and they kind of uh, used them against other tribes. And then eventually, you know, the the uh, explorers and stuff like that. Anyway, but that's that's the explanation that I've been given. All right, moving back to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, right? it was nice. Well, I did not know they existed until I met McCall. And McCall They're crazy. Has, it's crazy, it crazy, is. crazy. Experiences with them. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. There are a couple that that I mean, I've had a lot of friends that have had experiences, especially living in Vernal. Uh, there was one lady that had a specific story. She was driving home and there was always this girl that would just be on the side of the road. It was like February or January. Like there was still snow on the road. There was this girl in like a tank top and like just shorts, basically standing on the side of the road, just like freezing barefoot, you know, and you just never stop because every time you drove by, you just got cold. Like it just right. got chills. Cause it's like, ah, skinwalker. Like there's just a lot mm-hmm. of, of different stories of, of them running and of them like chasing or running next to your vehicle. And it's just, it's nuts. They're, cr- it's crazy. I just watched, uh, there's a brand new movie that came out. Oh, uh, perfect. That's, um, this, it's actually a documentary about uh-huh. the Skinwalker Ranch. I think I saw something and about it, but I never yeah, got to watch it yet. I, I watched it. It's actually, is it good? Yeah, it is okay, actually cool. really good. If you're, if you're into that kind I of thing, am. because the Skinwalker, Skinwalker Ranch, I mean, it just has, Everything from it's, Bigfoot, yeah. UFOs, creatures, mm-hmm. phenomena. Well, they've I mean, had a lot everything. of. They've had a. It's really weird. Like that that vernal area, Eastern Utah specifically, has a very interesting energy about it. Like mm-hmm. everywhere you go has a very interesting energy about it. Like there's a lot of different rumors that there's gold hidden up in the hills, and that there's uh, like guards that stand out in front of it, like big, tall, burly men that stand yeah. out in front of it, and they're they're just like whether they're real or not, nobody knows. Nobody knows if they're just like figments. Nobody has any idea. Uh, obviously, Bigfoot is a big thing out there. Lots of people talk about that in the Uintas, of course, of mm-hmm. all places. Yep. And then skinwalkers are huge out there. And uh, like UFOs, like like you said, it's interesting. It just has a very, very interesting energy. Yeah, Eastern Utah paranormal is very paranormal vibe. and interesting. Yep. And I know something you said last time we had you and John, and we'll probably get into it again, that there's there's all these places you want to visit to collect more stories just outside of Utah. Skinwalker hunting or sightseeing something on your to-do list? Um, You know, it if it is, it's down there because that's really a scary one. It's, right? It is scary. For. Yeah, mm-hmm. You, you know. don't really want to find those. Right. I mean, people, you know, you see Bigfoot or you see a ghost or everything like that. You kind of walk away from that and you're like, Oh, that was skinwalkers. Yeah, skinwalkers are darker. Is like dark. It's your soul. Yeah, it's like a dark it, it, thing. it affects yeah. your soul, exactly. and it's terrible. Yeah, okay. exactly. Well, speaking of dark, here's another one that I think has become kind of a favorite of McCall and I because we found other yeah. people who didn't know what these were, and then they've started to share stories. So this story is from Riley. My wife, we're watching The Office, having a late night binge episode series, and uh, big three or four bangs on my door at two thirty in the morning. Went and answered it. Two little kids about maybe eight years old boy and about nine or ten year old girl it looked like blonde hair they were looking down at the ground and kind of sniffling and i didn't open the door all the way i just kind of cracked it open and asked them what was what do they need and they said nobody has any ketchup and i said what and they said we just need some ketchup and they were still looking down at the ground and i felt really weird and like just kind of just felt weird. I don't know. It was a gross feeling that I had. And I was just like, you guys need to go home. Like, do you guys need help? 
They said, we just need some ketchup. And they, like, got mad and stomped their feet. And I said, I don't have any ketchup, but you guys need to go home. And I closed my door, and I, there, I've got three little windows at the top of my door, and I peeked out, and they looked up at the window with the emptiest big marble black eyes. And I looked down to put my shoes on real quick, and they started walking away from my door. And it was kind of snowing just lightly. But uh, when I put my shoes on and opened the door, they were suddenly gone. There was no footprints on my sidewalk, nothing. Well, John, I'll let you do the honors explaining yeah. Black Eyed yeah. Kids. Creepy. Creepy. You're the one that introduced the book. Isn't that so freaky? It's creepy. It is. That, that, yeah. It's So the Black Eyed Kids uh, is a phenomenon that happens. Um, they're younger children that show up either at your house, sometimes at your car, um, the middle of the night, uh, and they want into your vehicle or they want into your house. And um, the distinctive things about them are, you know, there's a there's a really creepy vibe about them, especially mm-hmm. that, you know, little kids are showing up in the middle of the night. Right. right. And normally, you know, if you were to open the door and hear some little kids freezing, your uh, your initial response would normally to be get them in and get them warm. But everybody talks about how, oh, my goodness, there's just a horrible vibe about them. And uh, they're always insistent that they can't come into your car or your house unless you give you them permission. Invite them, right? Unless you invite them in. You have to invite in. them in. You have to invite them in. Yeah. So my first book had one story in it. My next it was freaky. Right. My second book has uh, another story of a lady. Uh, the first one was here in Logan. That one terrified me because it was by the old. Movie it was theater. Yeah. yeah. By the and old movie theater. Not that far away from where I live, and I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> done, done. <laughs> and the other one it was out. Um, outside of Tremont and, um, and it was late at night. Uh, two little kids come to the door and, oh. and she, they want in yes. and it's, it's very creepy. And, and it's funny because I, I've actually got several other stories that I haven't got in yet because a, a couple of them won't give me permission yet right. to write them. And then, uh, but it's amazing to me how many of those stories there are here in the Valley. Well, the reason that one, right. That's Riley's. That was Riley's story. It stood out to me. Cause remember recall, I don't remember what we're talking about. We were talking about paranormal stuff one day, a while ago. And yeah. the lady shared the story at the gas station. Yeah. And she had the same realization we did. Cause she had this weird story for a really long time. Yeah. And she but then she didn't have any sort of answer. She's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's what it was. She, where was she? She was on the North end of the Valley somewhere. And that's what she she said that that they had come up to her car or something, or they were sitting. Were they sitting on the ledge? She said they were sitting. Yeah, down. they were sitting down, yeah. and they they. And then when I she sat remember. down her car and looked down, all of a sudden they were at their door. Yeah, mm-hmm. and trying she, to get into the car. Right. And they asked if she could if they could come in. They, she said no. Yeah. Like you guys, you guys need to go home. And they were just like, you have to invite us into your car or something. And she said, she said no, you guys have to go home. <laughs> smashed and then, on the reverse. <laughs> yeah, and then she smashed on it and then left. And yeah. she was just like, it was so weird because her eyes were just dark. And yeah. Yeah. she said, I just didn't understand it. And then we talked about it one day, and she called in. And it's interesting to me because like Riley's phone call and Jeremy's phone call, both of them came in today, and we weren't even talking about. We weren't even talking no, about I like paranormal. Oh, really? I, no. Yeah. The skinwalkers one, I mentioned it. It's a reason why I have a fear of camping now. Oh, like, right. Ever since I moved here, McCall told me I don't like being outside anymore. And then they just <laughs> they just called us with and these stories, I and I was like, Black Eyed Kids, we just what mentioned what we were listing world? things Are that you, you were kidding? terrified of. Right. It was just crazy. Well, it's interesting because um, I'll have a story that I'll put in the book. And, you know, when I first get the, the story, it, it seems really strange even to me. Yeah. But I'll put it in because I feel like the person is genuine and everything like that. Right. But then it's amazing how some people may read it 
or something like that. And then they come out and, and tell their story because they they were not going to say they'd never heard of it. Right. Like black eyed kids. They just had a strange experience. But then once they realize other people have and then it like resonates it, with them. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, like, I, have, I have to talk to you. To you. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's exactly. that's what Riley said, because I got to talk to him a little bit more. That's the, the short down. But he said that that's what happened to him. He just had this weird story. And then one day, he's him and his wife were hanging out with another married couple, and they asked if he heard of Black Eyed Kids, and then he Googled them, and he, the first story he found was someone else had a story where they asked for ketchup too. Oh wow! And he was like, it was that was his fl- light bulb moment. But yeah. like, why ketchup? Is that a I common thing? No, I, like, I haven't heard of that. That's the ketchup crazy. Thing. Because they have Utah, and you guys take your fry sauce. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> definitely have ketchup in the house. It's uh, no, not necessarily ketchup, crazy. but but it's. It's all different kinds of Just things that like they that. play on mm-hmm. to get in. They they like to show up when it's cold to try and play on the whole, oh, it's we're cold, cold we're let freezing. us in, you know, kind uh, of a thing. So, uh, yeah. It's so creepy. Yep. What gets it's me so creepy. The stories, everyone, I guess the gas station one, not so much, but they got in the car. But what gets me, so I'm thinking about my house now and like all the stories that read, like the one uh, the one that is, is in your book, this book. They have a door they can look through. My door doesn't have. I think I have a, a like I don't a little think I have a spy hole. So like, if I open hole. the door, there's no screen. <laughs> there's or no anything. screen. They're right there. Huh? And that would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no glass door. Just anything. open. Just ask. Who, who is it? Who is it? Who's here? I, I think at that point I'm not answering the door. We're not yeah, home. After midnight. You don't, you you don't know? make a noise. Congratulations. No. I'm not never home. answering my door. <laughs> right. That's, that's I actually smart. never answer smart. my door. Never. I'm not surprised about that. Actually. Has so, there ever been good news that came after midnight to your door, though, really? No. <laughs> Once the good sun goes point. down, the door's not coming open again. <laughs> 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 the next day. I, had, I had cops knock on my door after midnight once upon a time. That is probably uh, it was not terrible. good news. Were they coming oh, for man. you? No, they were coming because my light was on in my car, and they just wanted to let me know so that oh. my battery didn't die. A clever black Which is really nice. It was in Brigham, actually. Uh, really? Yeah, it was in Brigham. It must have been It was like 4 o'clock in the morning, and it was terrible. He was like banging on the door. Oh, my mom was scared. Rude. Like, <laughs> rude. just go in there and just yeah, shut right. it off yourself. That's right? what my, my mom's like. Why don't you just like bump it? But the, I guess they had had like robberies in the area, and so they wanted to make sure oh, that everything oh, gotcha. was okay. Oh, so. oh there's yeah. more to the story. Gotcha. Right, so we are really pumped anyway. to be able to share a couple stories with you, John. <laughs> yeah. And I have specific ones I want to ask about. But first, I want to ask you. So obviously, this is your second book. You've, mm-hmm. you've collected a lot of stories that aren't even in the book. Mm-hmm. Out of this book. Which story sticks out the most yeah. to you is maybe the weirdest, the creepiest? That's a good question. Because I, I know that's got to be a challenging question because there's ghosts, there's aliens, yeah. there's a skinwalker, there's a black-eyed kid story, and yeah. there's everything. There's everything. Well, I think uh, my favorite one uh, that just keeps coming up because it's so unusual is about the gentleman who went on a hike to Mount Naomi. Uh-huh. And he was planning on going with a friend, but his friend canceled. Yeah. And so, oh, okay, I know yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And so he he decides, oh, I'm going to go anyway. And it's not like a huge, huge hike, but he's leaving later in the day. So he just takes his bedroll. There's a fire burn, so or a burn ban. Restriction, so, yeah. Restriction. So he can't make a fire. So he just takes his bedroll and some stuff to eat. Hikes up quite a ways. It's if you've ever been to Mount Naomi or anything about it. Once you get up there, really high, there's not a lot of brush. It's mostly just pines and rocks, and so it gets late. So he rolls out his bedroll, has his dinner, uh, reads his book. He always brings a book with him uh, and a headlamp to read. So uh, reads some of his book, goes to bed, and um, sometime around two, three o'clock in the morning, he wakes up. And he's kind of startled, first of all, because he's a heavy sleeper and it takes a lot to wake him up. 
and he's not quite sure what woke him up. He notices that it's dead quiet first, and then um, something starts whistling not very far from him. And he's like, it's not, it's not a bird. It doesn't sound like a bird. It just sounds like a whistle. Uh, he's trying to find his headlamp, can't find his headlamp, puts on his shoes. About this time, a rock hits him in the chest about the size of a quarter, but not real hard, just kind of like to get his attention right. and, and smacks him. And at this point, he realizes, oh, my headlamp's still on my head. So he flips it on. And sitting about 15 feet from him on this big rock pile is this creature. And it's pale green, pointy features, um, pointy ears, nose, sharp teeth, black eyes. Um, and it's wearing like old raggedy clothes. He says it... Um, when he's explaining it to me and then later on... Um, I'm picturing the goblins from Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm seeing too. Potter. I was like, yeah. okay, like like the ones that work at uh, Gringotts. Yeah, Gringotts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's sitting on. It's kind of. He said if it stood up straight, it'd be maybe four feet tall. But it's you know kind of on its haunches, sitting on this pile of rocks and kind of glaring at him. And um, he kind of goes into shock. Well, yeah, he, it's not something that you would normally. You know, no, you don't no, expect not. to see it. Right. And um, <laughs> oh, it gets worse. And then uh, all of a sudden, he notices that you know, as he puts his headlamp down a little bit because it was shining on his face, it noted he notices he's putting it's putting something behind its back with one of its hands, and he looks, and he realizes it has its book, his book in its hand, and it, it, he realizes that it's been close enough to have taken the book away from him, mm. and it kind of snaps him out of it. And he freaks out. He just grabs all of his stuff, heads for the, the trail, because he's off the trail about 30 feet or so. Trips just before he gets there. Like and as he's gathering up his just stuff like to go again, says, Tim. As, as he's gathering up all his stuff, he can hear the whistle coming down towards him. Oh. This thing's whistling at him again. And so he just runs, dead run, all the way down to Tony Grove, which is where you park. Yeah. And, um, but... He said he'd never had an experience, a paranormal experience before. Right. He spent forever in the mountains. He's, he loves the outdoors. That's why he lives in Cache Valley now. Right. And, um, but what was interesting about that is after he told me the story, I, I wanted to do some research. So I started looking into it. Now I'm going to look into it. There are <laughs> creatures um, that are explained like this creature all over the world. And in Indian or Native American folklore, uh, they're called the Pogwaji. Uh -huh. They talk about the Pogwaji, which are these small creatures live in the mountains, have clothes. They like to do tricks. They like to steal stuff. Um, but as I even looked into it further, you know, in uh, South Africa and Africa, they have a creature that looks like it. They have a different name for it. Uh -huh. And then that's also where you get in in. Eastern Europe, the your orc myths and all of that kind of thing. Right. So it's like that. That oral history is all over the world of these creatures. Mm -hmm. They just call them something different, and so there's got to be something to it. Some similarities. Yeah, that they all yeah. come up with this. That they've all experienced it, and 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 in fact, I was just talking with a bunch of people not too long ago from all over the country that uh, is a paranormal group and it's not unusual for people well it's unusual it's not as common as say bigfoot or ghosts right. but it does happen other places 
all over the United States and stuff. Uh-huh. It's kind of crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, that's like, you know, all these different cultures back then that have similar stories, and you kind of think they didn't have social media. They didn't have some giant media outlets. Why do all of their stories match so well right. in different parts of the world? Mm-hmm. And it starts to make you wonder. Wins, yeah. wins some relevance to yeah. it. Yeah. But that one was one of the crazy ones that yeah. I just like. I, no. I really like that story. I think and I remember you telling about me it. about that story when we did this the first time. You'd mentioned that there were creatures like that up yeah. in the mountains that just kind of caused mischief more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. What would you look up? Like I can't. Pogwati. Pogwaji, but I can't <laughs> remember exactly. Well, how what would I look it. up? Plane tickets back to Florida. <laughs> I said. <laughs> that's, what yeah. was, that's what I was. That's what I was. Camping is, is not something bye. I'm fond of. Bye. Especially I all love, the stuff in Utah. I love camping <laughs> until now. There's, you haven't even read, did you get to any of the Bigfoot stories, Tim? There's oh no, he those. didn't. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't got to go through the the book yet. I only got the first like four stories. The snowman. <laughs> Which is I was also, I was given no. it today and said here read this and then I was I got too busy. Mm. Likely stories. McCall, do you <laughs> yeah. have a specific story you want to ask about? I have a couple more talks. You know, here. I was kind of interested with that the the story about the the kid that was camping with his family and they oh, were playing yeah. like hide and is seek. Is this the cousin one? Yeah, the yeah, cousin, the cousin one. The first one. one I have marked off. Yeah, the cousin one is one that I'm I'm intrigued with. So you know what's funny is, uh, and I'll get into that story and tell you about that it. That one let like me, resonated a little bit with me. Like I don't know why you've, it was you've like encountered <laughs> fake cousins before. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> That's another one too. That um, this was the first time I had heard of this occurring, and then. I've actually heard of other stories yeah. happening like this, and uh-huh. even in cities. But what this story in particular, this this um, young man, well, I guess when he was little, around 10 years old, they used to camp a lot up Logan Canyon. And um, they would go with the whole family, cousins and everything. And they were camping, and his older cousin is a couple years older than him. They were palling around with some of the other kids that were camping in the area and playing games and it got close to evening time and they decided to play hide and seek. And so this, this kid got chosen to be the seeker. So he counted off in camp and then headed out to try and find everybody. And he found everybody, but his cousin. Mm -hmm. And as he's looking for his cousin, um, there was a trail that went up uh, a gully and then into a Canyon. And, um, near the edge of that, he sees his cousin down there by behind a tree and his cousin's waving for him to come, you know, come with me. You know, it doesn't say anything, but he's waving at him to, to follow him. So so he hikes up to the tree. And before he gets there, his cousin disappears. But he gets to the tree, no cousin. And then he gets looking around. And then further up the trail that goes up this canyon, his cousin's there again, waving him on. Come on, you know, follow me. But again, not saying anything, but just waving him on. Mm-mm. <laughs> and so he's like, <laughs> so he does this. It'll be okay. He does this a couple okay. times. Follows him up. Finally, you know, he, they're up there quite a ways, and the the there's a part where the trail turns and, and goes up further. And his cousin's near the that turn in the trail, and he's waving him on to follow him. And he goes around the corner, and and at this point, he's like, I'm not going any further up here. We're not supposed to be out of camp. Yeah, and he like hollers at him or yeah, something. Yeah, he yells and, at him yeah, and says, and I'm like, leaving. Come on, let's go. Yeah, and so he realizes at this point, he's followed him way up there, and he's way further than he's supposed to be from camp. And so he starts walking back. His cousin doesn't follow, and he just gets a real creepy feeling. And so he finally he runs all the way back to camp. And by the time he gets back to camp, it's dusk, um, almost dark. And his mom's like, you know, where have you been? You know, we've been looking for you. And 
and he's like, well, I was following my cousin. He's been up there. And, and at that point he looks and his cousin's sitting around the fire, you know, shoving marshmallows in his mouth. And he's like, I was following you. And his mom's like, he's been here the whole time and come to find out that his cousin hid under the trailer when they were playing. And when he left, he didn't even go anywhere. And then they'd been by the fire the whole time. So it wasn't his cousin that he'd been following up. It was something else. He doesn't know what the heck it was. That's what I want to know. What the heck was it? What was it? Can you think of something it could even be? Like some sort of shapeshifter type thing? It could be, you know, some shapeshifter again. It could be a a skinwalker. Skinwalker. We need to call the Winchesters. Yeah. It's, you know. We need to call the Winchesters. But it's interesting because I remember um, we were, I was listening to you guys and you were talking about scary stuff like that. And one of your callers mentioned something about being up Logan Canyon and her cousin came back to camp and was mad because she had tried to yeah. lead her away mm-hmm. but she's like no I've been in camp the whole time and, yeah. his, and her cousin was her cousin's mad like, at her no, no you were no, leading you me were down up the, here yeah you yeah. were leading me down the road ah and, I forgot yeah. about that yeah <laughs> so it, and when I heard that after my book I was like oh my gosh that's almost in the same area no way that's, that's creepy I wonder so what the heck it is find, did you find anything in your research to point you in a direction or is it just a phenomena that you've now heard a couple times in this area I've I, well I've heard those two and then I also happened to listen to a story um, on another podcast of somebody that called in. It was just a creepy story podcast. And a, and this gal was talking about, she lived in the big city and uh, she was best friends with her cousin. And her cousin tried to lead her into an abandoned building and she got in most of the way and, and something didn't feel right and she took off. And then come to find out later, her cousin was nowhere near that area. Jeez, that's so weird. So, yeah, that's so it's, it's weird. And like, so, but there is a lot of kids that go missing in in national parks, oh in, in the wilderness, and you just wonder if that's connected somehow. Well, absolutely. I, no I think I remember Definitely. You, you, you pointed us to that when we did our uh, conspiracy theories, right? Because McCall's yeah. really big into the, I was, Forget this one. Is the Doppler effect? What's the one you're big into? Mandela effect. Mandela effect. Oh, the Mandela yeah. effect. Yeah. I am and that's also the one you pointed that. out yeah. to us, right? Was the National Park one? Like, there's yeah. all these disappearances that no one can explain. Yeah, there's a gentleman named uh, David Polides um, that I read all his books, and he has, I think he's got seven books now that are just stories of people who have disappeared under. The same weird circumstances in, in national parks. Gosh, and then, that's so weird. And, and a lot of them are just children, you know, that um, Makes that sense, disappear. Obviously yeah. You're just going to follow and not think about yeah, it. Yeah, not think about it. Oh, yeah. My. It's if weird. any of my cousins are listening to this, I'm <laughs> distancing myself from all of you. <laughs> I'm gonna if I don't you talk anywhere. to you, it makes it easy to yeah, not follow you. Yeah, I yeah. don't know you. And another, if we're not friends anymore. strike against camping. <laughs> Man, that's just so, that's so crazy. It's so interesting because I think that that's got to happen. That's got to yeah, happen something. a lot of times. And it, it, it makes it really interesting because nobody that we know of mm-hmm. has followed said cousin or said individual and come back to well, be like this is what it is the like fact that you you, yeah. know, you have another story about the big city too makes it because i yeah. make the joke about camping but then you're like that and you're like that's that's it can happen yeah. anywhere it's yeah. crazy anywhere yeah. it's, it's just it's very interesting all the nightmares tonight can't wait <laughs> <laughs> well that's it that was what i was gonna say too like the, the stories we covered thus far like the skinwalkers and the, and the black eyed kids you have a little bit of control over that but that is just 
Mm-hmm. That's a trick. You're Good going. Well, yeah, yeah, that's just that's just a choice of not following. Like that's just a choice of this. Right. Th- here's the rule, okay? Here's the rule. If I have kids, they're never playing hide and seek when we're camping ever, ever, ever. <laughs> no, ever, yeah. ever. We'll play horseshoes, okay? We need Some. a code word. That's what it is. Like we all yeah. establish there's a code word. Code I word. say this, you don't say that back. This is not yeah. right. I'm, I'm out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a terrible idea, yeah. actually. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, they don't seem to ever talk. Yeah. They just wave right. them on. So maybe if they. You, yeah, if you have a code that's word. A they, that's, yeah. that's a good idea. That's a good idea. a big yeah. thing. Is- <laughs> if I say potato, you say mash. Potato. Mash. <laughs> ah, thank you. Potato. <laughs> no, stop waving me on there. Get, okay. get away, demon. Speaking of- <laughs> oh my God. Some, kind, some kind, some kind of demon. Uh, okay, so let's stay <laughs> outdoors. Uh, 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 Ridge Watchers. I want to talk about the Ridge Watchers. Dang oh, okay. it, I didn't yeah. finish there's that like story. Four, oh, wait, maybe I did. There's like yeah. four I stories I, I want, it. and they're all like right in this section. The Ridge Watchers is right. the second one. Right. Okay, so. So, you want me to just get into you go, this? Yeah, you wrote the book, you tell the story. You, okay, so. Questions. No, so um, there's a. Uh, there's a section in Wyoming that's called uh, the Wind Rivers. It's very similar yeah. to. Um, I've actually been there. The Me too. Uintas. Yeah. The Utah has the Uintas. Wyoming has the Go Wind Rivers. Yep. Yep. And so this story was about um, a guy growing up. He listened to all his stories from his grandpa. His grandpa had stories about seeing UFOs and Bigfoot and and everything in the Wind Rivers. And uh, when, as a kid, he just kind of thought they were stories. But one one of them was the Ridge Watchers. Right. And um, when he was in high school, I think he was a senior, if I remember correctly, him and a bunch of his friends loaded up horses and, and went into the Wind Rivers. They went back into the, into the Wind Rivers, which they did a lot living that close and uh, being ranch boys, you know. Yeah. And uh, they started to set up camp. They're back you know, a long ways back in there. It's getting to be dusk, and one of them notices up on the ridge, up above them, is this great big dark mass shadow. It looks like a person, but it's just enormous. And they're just kind of watching it, and it's kind of strange. And then before long, there's two more that come up by them, so there's a total of three. And it's just a giant black mass, kind of the outline of somebody on the ridge. And it, it's just like, I think... Um, they said it was like 20 feet tall is what they estimated yeah. it to be Oof. like. And so they watched it. You know, they even had binoculars and trying to look and all it looked like was a black mass. Man, like that, a silhouette. The three of them, like a silhouette, like a giant silhouette. And they and they stayed there and then until it got darker and darker and darker until the fact that you couldn't see anything up there. And uh, they stayed up all night. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not where you can, oh, you know, run and jump in your car and take off. You're right. like. 40, 50 miles back right, into the Right, you're hiking clear yeah. in there. <laughs> and so they stayed up all night and built a big bonfire. And the next morning they rode their horses up to the top of this peak to find out. And uh, that's when they were able to to estimate that these things were like like 20 feet tall. Man, that's so crazy. And so anyway, and that was when he remembered that his grandpa told a similar story of seeing what he called the Ridge, Watcher, Ridge Watchers. And uh, it's... Um, after after hearing this story and listening to this, I, I did some some research, and this happens on occasion in uh, the mountain range that's between Colorado and California, the Sierra Nevadas. Uh huh. Um, some places they have uh, sightings of these things as well, um, and they go back as far back as uh, the miners and the, really? yeah, crazy goes back quite a ways but Jeez. and it's and it's a rare thing that they see them but they have seen them and they're for some reason there's always three 
Interesting. And they're all That's large interesting. and dark shadow and they just watch. So that's what's so great about so that was that's what so was awesome about reading your book because I didn't I wasn't a big paranormal person when we had when you had you on there for the first book, mm-hmm. uh Stranger Bridgeland and then so Black Eyed Kids came up, I didn't know about them and we talked about like I'd heard of Bigfoot, we got a bunch of Bigfoot stories, and there's some more in here. And then I read this and I read that and it's not something I'd heard of before. So Right. And then so And then you start diving into it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like what is there any more I know you mentioned the researching more because like them them being that big, I know it's the mountains if I was a skeptic, I'd be like, well, why are there no more stories? Because they're just these big things. Right. You would think they can't hide that well. Right. Well, and that makes you think, are they uh, an actual, you know, physical creature or are they oh, some sort of entity? It would have to be some sort of a, yeah, or, like a phenomenon almost yeah, or, because because yeah. there's no way that it could be like a physical creature if, if people haven't seen them like mm-hmm. in light time rather than just in like dusk. Right, right. Like you would. Down. It's just very interesting. Yeah. Like the <laughs> how was? How was? Did did they ever follow up with what happened after? Like, was there was there ramifications afterwards that was footprints. like no no footprints, no signs whatsoever. Was um, there was there anything in their own like personal lives? Like, were they possessed? Not did a, they become no, like no? no there wasn't. It, was, it wasn't like a sign kind of, of bad a luck or anything crazy. like that. It seemed like a lot of people. These stories were just one off stories. They didn't have any other experience. Right, that is a lot so of them, weird. And that's why they that's why they felt like sharing it because they're like mm-hmm. I've never experienced, so I know this isn't like bogus or anything. Right, right. Um, because. And that's the thing is um, one of my aims at the books is to get people to realize that uh, having an experience doesn't make you crazy. It doesn't make you. Right. No, it just, it, it just happens. It just happens. Yeah. It happens to Good. everybody. You know, not everybody, but a lot, a of, lot people. of people have these stories and they just yeah. won't come forward with them. Right, like exactly. a lot of people, it's like, oh, if I don't talk about it, then I just I just push it down and I suppress it. It will just go away. Right. Like like a lot of that makes you life. more. Uh-huh. Than <laughs> <Right>. True. True. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's like my like I explained in my first book about how my parents, when we would have our experiences in our house, didn't want us to talk about it because. That I, some people believe crazy. there's then a stigma weird. that it's, you're a yeah. weirdo. It brings up the yeah. evil in it or whatever. Yeah, yeah definitely. That you're a weirdo. Definitely. And, uh, yeah. But I'm, it's just not so, true. That's so intriguing. And yeah. like living in Vernal, there was a lot of intriguing stories like that. Like that kind of thing. Like with, with hiking, with camping, with right. hunting. Like there's a lot of hunting stories. That's my favorite thing I tell to my family and friend members who come through the the area. My, Heads my up, sister in didn't sleep the night yeah. she stayed here because I had to read your book. Heads up, literally everything in here is haunted. Yeah, Cash Rally's right. really haunted. And, and, yeah. And it's funny because I'm, I'm getting, you know, more stories, like I said, and I'm already yeah. started on my next book. Oh, I can't but wait. But there's like, there's like really strange things like... Um, there were several people that have come to me and be like, you've got to, you've got to find out the story of the stairs in Smithfield Canyon. And so I finally found somebody who had actually seen them. And apparently somewhere in Smithfield Canyon, stairs? there is cement stairs in the hill that go up to nothing, but you can't always find them. Like oh my the, gosh, this, the gentleman that I interviewed and talked about, he, he loved to explore and everything. And one day he come across there's cement st- old cement stairs in the mountain that goes up quite a ways like huh. and so he followed him up and you know there was really weird and just a weird vibe and he's like well i gotta you know make a mental note then later uh i can't remember a couple months later he went to actually show somebody and he couldn't find him that's so weird he find him. nope nope so. nope 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 that's yeah, so that's, crazy that's nuts. Yeah. That's what I think is cool. And I know I asked you this last time, and I think we'll get it because I have two other stories I really okay. want to ask about. No worries. I know we'll get into this, but like I, I know I asked you last time, is it something where you feel like this part of the country 
is like this because it's something McCall and I've talked about with like the nunnery and the train station and that mm-hmm. old school. Like that, there seems like there is a lot of haunted stuff here. But I think you said last time, right? You just there's stuff here, but there's stories everywhere. Yeah, there is stories everywhere. Uh, in my, you know, in this book, I I have still have stories from Cache Valley and Bridgerland, but you know, I've got that one is from Wyoming, the right. one with the Ridge Watchers. I have mm-hmm. a couple from Idaho and. Um, so and I believe there's one from from Nevada and so yeah it you know the more I think the more you live in an area and if you get to to talking to people the locals you'll find that a lot of places are like that yeah but I but I really do think that Cache Valley in the Virginia yeah. area is really haunted especially in the wilderness there's a lot yeah, see, of stuff that's going what, on in the wilderness, that's what I so. thought about when I asked that question because you think like like I make this comment all the time when people ask me about living out west the big difference between east of Mississippi and west of Mississippi everything east of Mississippi is next to each other yeah it's yeah. right Once next you to get each west other of Mississippi, you drive half an hour you're there out, right. yeah. you mountains and trees and there's right. just a lot more dead empty space yeah mm-hmm. and so that's what it was for me because obviously you talk about like bigfoot uh, the ridge watchers why would they not be because there's more there's right. more places for them to go hide yeah. yeah yeah well and and growing up here um when i was growing up here uh a lot of the stuff that you did was in the wilderness you yeah. know what i mean because you're like right. 10 minutes from Seriously. the canyon exactly and so and you're, that you're was where in your entertainment was mm-hmm. and so i think that's why there's a lot of stories coming from that as well there yeah, is a lot definitely. of stories in town as well but that makes sense but definitely yeah, that was where yeah, no, I was just going to ask, do you think, um, your opinion, is it more of the history of the place, or do you think, geographically speaking, it's just more paranormal in this area, just because... You know, that's a good question. Um, I think spot. I think that it's, it, 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 it's a combination. I honestly think it's a combination, because you've got a lot of history mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And, and it's, I mean, it sounds weird, but it's like fairly new history, yeah. meaning the last... It's years. recent, you, yeah. It's very recent, it, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, what's a hundred years to thousands of years, right? You know, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then um, I've heard lots of theories about granite being a conductor. Really? Yeah, a conductor of um, the paranormal kind of thing. And we no live in a huge granite. I can't put granite in my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, so just a, a thought. Just a thought of that. That's you know, fair. Yeah. It could be geographical too. And, and you know, there's stories that... Uh, what's unfortunate is that um, Native American history is mostly oral tradition. Yeah. And so yeah. a lot of it's been lost, Passed unfortunately. Down. Yeah. Because, you know, it wasn't written down. But that you you can find it correlates a lot with what um, the pioneers and then us also run into. Have you had any luck uh, with meeting anyone of, of Native American descent? Because I feel like McCall, the stories that we've gotten here from people, like whenever we talk about this or we've talked about the stuff you've told us, mm-hmm. comes from someone who knows someone who's knows a somebody tribe, who or is I have a cousin yeah. or an uncle who's Navajo. So uh-huh. it, it the Skinwalkers especially one obviously because yeah. the the whole tie-in with Native American... I have a story about that, actually. I need to talk... I'll, I'll okay. have to talk about Stories that. Stories comes from that, yeah. but have you well, had any luck I, in your interviews? I have not. No, I haven't really run into uh, a lot of people of Native, of Ameri- Native American descent um, in my in my stories, really. I actually served with someone in the Navy of, like, very, very strong Native background. Like, her, her name was Spotted Wolf. Oh, like, cool. That's that was, cool. That was Definitely. her last name, was Spotted Wolf. Oh, Shout out awesome. Spotted Wolf. Shout out. <laughs> now you have to listen. Cool right. Yeah. What's your story, McCall? So, I'm ask about these. Um, so I had, I'm trying to figure out how, how it's, how it's related. Like I'm trying to figure out how my, the person is related. Um, anyway, the, 
somebody, because I, I can't figure out how they're related. Somebody ended up going up and went, they went hunting. They were hunting in the Uintas, a very common thing. I mean, you get, you get a tag, you go hunting in the Uintas. Uh, they had an elk tag, actually. And so they went up, went to go fill the elk tag, and it happened to be on some ground that was like next to reservation ground, but it wasn't. It wasn't on reservation ground, uh, and and maybe I can't remember if they if they had said that the reservation ground the the boundaries had changed uh, in the past like twenty or thirty or forty years or whatever, and so the boundaries had changed, and so they happened to be hunting on some ground that was that was used to be res res ground, but it's not anymore. Right. Anyway, they're out there hunting, and they ended up getting filling their elk tag, and they have it just hanging. They have the elk hanging in the tree because, you know, it's a common thing. You do that. That's right. what you do when you go hunting. Yes. And uh, said individual, they, the group they had, one more elk tag to fill, and they were going to go fill it the next day, hopefully. And they ended up going going to bed. And as they were going to bed, they were laying there. And I, I guess the one guy that had filled the tag ended up feeling this, like, thumping like big pounding like in his chest and woke up because he heard he felt this like thumping in his chest but he could hear it like it was an audible audible sound and it sounded like drums and so he got up and was like sort of so he got up and he was like (laughs) he he was like this is this is really interesting like i don't know what's going on because i can hear it i can feel it but it's like off in the distance a little bit so he got up he threw on his clothes and he got a flashlight, grabbed his gun, and ended up going to go see because they're like, is something happening with my elk? Like, what's going on? So he goes out there, goes to the elk, and he said he got to the elk, and it was like the sounds were right there. Oh, like, the thumping and yeah. the pounding and the drumming was right there. Right. But nobody was there. But nobody was there. There was nothing gotcha. there. And so whether the elk came from, from the land or mm-hmm. whether the elk happened to be living on the land you know, before, mm-hmm. or whether it's because this land used to be, they, they don't know. So right. anyway, he ended up cutting the elk down, throwing it in the truck, and they left like left, that night. Right. He was like, I'm done. As I'm we, out. See ya. As we all would have. We yeah. check. Checking like, it out. Yeah. But It's like their their way of saying, you know, that... This is mine. This was, this was my, ours. This was ours. Yeah. This, is, this is our it land. It needed to be know? living. This, it needed to be alive. This is similar to that. Is it this book? Is the one with, the, I think it was the dad and son went camping in the truck, and they hit the big bomb. Yeah, that was in the first That was in the first book. That was in the first book. Got it. Um, but what's interesting, just to kind of go back on that, yeah. is, um, well, a couple things. One, I definitely think that um, an area can be haunted or yeah, have definitely. an essence. And what's really interesting about this is, you know, if you look at a map of the canyons and everything around here and, and anywhere, yeah, actually, yeah. you will have always have a a canyon here, a canyon there, or a place here, and it will be called Devil's. Like for example, we have Devil's Gate up here. Yeah, and there's like we Devil's Creek, and Devil's there's Devil's Creek Slide, and, and there's Scare Canyon. Scare Canyon, and, mm-hmm. and, and and so you look at that, and everybody has forgotten why it was given that name, but there's a reason that the that the <laughs> and original then you go people and you named it that. <laughs> right. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> for example, I have a story that happens in a, in a place called Scare Canyon. Yeah, and that and, story was crazy. Right. And so I've noticed that. Um, going back to the whole areas can yeah. be haunted. Um, I think that's where a lot of the places get their their names and stuff absolutely. like that. Oh, you, absolutely. You go, you go hunting or go on a hike in a place called Scare Canyon or Devil's Gate or something, you know. You think, oh, Surprise, it's just a name, happens. but it right. might not just be right. the name. You know what I mean? That's that crazy. crazy question. So, because Tim asked about geography and history. Mm-hmm. Is that something you might be a factor in why, and, and I, I know I'm focusing on Utah, but I'm just going to categorize the West as a whole. Mm-hmm. In, in the eastern part of the United States, maybe everything kind of 
grows and adapts and stuff gets knocked down and rebuilt constantly. Mm-hmm. But out west, there's I think there's a lot more abandoned Historical, buildings and stuff like that. There's space, so yeah. right. that's part of it. Like maybe I guess that'd be more be. on the spirit side, like the ghost Kinda side, the- that maybe they were attached to a building that just doesn't exist. But out here, these buildings stay for a lot longer. Yeah. That definitely could, yeah. Because um, I, in my personal belief, I think like an area can be haunted a house can be haunted um, things can actually people can be attached to things kind right. of a thing and so yeah that definitely could have something to do with it for sure so okay and, that, may, that makes sense yeah. to me it's just yeah. something that came to mind when we're talking about that okay yeah. so the next story i want to ask about is the is the smiling man oh okay because uh, that's one of my favorite ones i've been too, trying so. to show mccall and i think this is the one I was thinking of, but trying to show him a call. I, I, whatever reason, I've gotten into these Ranker articles. Ranker will pop up with these fifteen most crazy things caught on a camera, and I, I, I flipped through it. And one of them, um, have you seen the? And I don't know if you've seen. I know this isn't paranormal; it's anime. But did you see the uh, the live action adaptation of Death Note? Yes. So one of the pictures looked like uh, whatever the the yeah. The, Spirit's name is right. The smiling in, man. It was in a school building. It was standing behind him. All it was was a black outline and then two yellow dots for eyes. And I yeah. wanted to show it to McCall, and I cannot find it again. Oh, gotcha. And that's what I picture with this. Uh huh. Is that what it is? Um, I mean, yeah, that's a Japanese spirit, I, so there's way different. Right. But I mean, like like that. Well, I you know this particular story, and and I'll I'll explain this it is a real good part quick. To start with, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. So. um this kid was, um, this was, I believe, in the 70s, 80s, if I remember correctly. Um, he was supposed to go hunting with his dad. Again, his dad got sick. Again, he went alone. This is a Stop big, going don't alone. go alone, right? <laughs> so he if goes you go hunting alone, alone. You will Not die. Not the best idea. Um, and he's over near Bear Lake uh, deer hunting. And he decides to just sit on a hill and, and glass, which is where you just sit. Uh, at an open spot and you can see a lot of different area mm-hmm. and you look for the deer just basically spot. Yeah. Right, just spot and so he's doing that for a while and down towards his left and down a ways there's an opening there's um between the trees and all of a sudden he doesn't notice before but then all of a sudden there's a guy standing in the middle of this opening and he's really tall he's got a weird suit and he's standing perfectly still and the, so he's glassing him, you know, wearing, wearing a, a hat. Nice and, 10 point suit. And he's like, you know, what is a guy doing up here in a suit right. and a right. suitcase? And, right, weird. And so he actually hikes down to the guy. No, no. <laughs> he's like, I've got to find out what's going on. <laughs> no, you When don't. you're a teenager, you're. You've you're, got a gun, McCall. You're invincible. Yeah. Send him a text and just ask not. him if he's okay. So I was. You <laughs> up? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Tony. Are you okay? What's your name? Yeah. Tony. Just, just yell at him. It's fine. <laughs> so he gets down there and he he's trying to make noise because he doesn't want to he doesn't want to surprise the guy. Well, yeah. But he hasn't moved. This guy seems to be almost staring up into the sky. He hasn't oh, moved. Oh, that's so weird. He gets to him and he's pale, a pale guy, weird suit, almost looks like fifties, kind of a weird uh, suit. A suitcase and he says are you okay to the guy when he gets close enough and the guy kind of comes to almost like he was in a trance before and he turns and looks at the guy he's got a weird smile on his face no no facial uh, hair no hair up. whatsoever like like, uh. and he's like oh you know he says something like oh i seem to have misplaced myself and the guy's like okay and, he, and like the, he's like talking really strange because he's like can you point me in the direction of the nearest um i think he calls it a um 
township or something, you know. It's just talking really weird. It does sound like a time traveler. And so he's like, yeah, he's like, well, if you go down here, you'll you'll hit a road and then there's a town, um, Lake Town is right down there. And, and the guy thanks him and walks off. And he notices there's no tracks really coming into the, the circle. You can't see. You know, the guy's, this is, you know, October in the mountains. He's wearing a suit. And just really strange, super tall guy, pale, and just completely out of the ordinary. So he watches the guy leave, and then, you know, he he leaves, but he feels like he's just not really quite himself. You know, he just feels right. weird about the whole situation and, well, yeah. and decides to go back to his truck or his car. And it's really not a really long hike back to his car, maybe a half an hour. But when he gets back there, he's missing like three hours. There's been three hours he can't he can't figure out where those three hours. No. And so the whole situation was just really strange. You just don't misplace time. This is Dude, not a he's thing. a time traveler. Yeah, but so, yeah, that's what's that's what's what I would, yeah. That's I want to ask you about a different story because the description I have is for the Shadow Man story. Uh huh. And I for I've marked the Smiley Man. But I want to ask since you talk about that, do you believe in those? Because those articles come up all the time, right? Like they what? have pictures of time people travelers? who look like they're yeah time travelers. Yeah, yeah. They're like in modern clothing back like a uh-huh. hundred years ago or Edgar Allan oh. Poe I know is a common one because he yeah. has like the, I think there's a story about a ship that he described perfectly before it happened mm-hmm. yeah well there's a I've read a whole bunch on on this kind of topic and I'm not I don't know if I necessarily want to believe that eventually we will be able to time travel because I'm not sure you know that would screw everything up right, right. butterfly effect but right. I actually have a theory that accidental time travel is entirely possible uh-huh. just yeah. from things that I've read. Uh, for, ex- for example, in the 60s, there was a uh, an instant where this guy just showed up in the middle of the road in <sighs> New York City and he gets hit by the car and killed. And when they come and investigate, he's wearing old clothes and he's, his, his, the money in his pocket is old and everything like that. And his it's like a business card that he has is registered to this this gentleman so the police officer looks into it and that name belongs to a guy that owned a store in that area in the 1800s but oh my disappeared one day and nobody ever saw him again wow so you Dude, know the that's theory crazy. is he He's walked through a accidentally portal, went in walked into the road got hit by a car what? and so that just that's stuff nuts. like that happens that's that really makes you think that that maybe accidental time travel okay. is entirely possible here's a conspiracy but, theory Time travel exists, and all of the th- all of the teachers and everything I ever had in in high school was like, no, time travel can't possibly exist because if time travel exists, we can only travel back to the time that time travel already existed. So, like, if it were to exist today, we right. couldn't travel back to yesterday. Right. We couldn't go back in time. But I think, I think maybe. The reason why they tell us that is because they know it exists and like it already exists. And <laughs> like, conspiracy and like nobody can know about it. It's like some secret government operation. Mm-hmm. Who knows though? Yeah. Okay. Who knows? Crazy. That's crazy. Not me. That is that's an interesting one. That is really interesting. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Because I w- I would wonder how would that even be like possible to just like walk into an accidental time warp hole. <laughs> well, in their stories too that that well, I for read. that guy was a great McCall's like what the oh no no, no. yeah he's messed up now it was done <laughs> that's why he can't remember oh but there, there's stories too that's funny where people will be in an old building and look out a window and and suddenly they're seeing outside from like a hundred years ago 
What? And then it That's goes away. So well, instead crazy. of seeing a ghost, they're suddenly seeing the outside through the window uh, um, to a hundred years ago. Death. That oh, happens. Um, kind of like occasion. there's like carriages the wa- and the wagon. Or yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the 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 story of the she the, drives by and uh, she sees yeah. everyone and she thinks yeah. at American West Heritage yeah. Center. American mm-hmm. West Heritage Center. Yeah. Oh and yeah. Sees the, the yeah. wagon train. Yeah. The there was a story train. in the first book too, right about the 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 Cub Scout or whatever at the temple. Oh yeah. The, the, one tabernacle. Of the, ta- the tabernacle. Yeah. The yeah. Scout yeah the that's tabernacle. right. That's right. So that that yeah that's weird. Instead of maybe yeah like I say maybe the guy that saw that the scout of the tabernacle at night he felt more like he was looking through a window of time rather than a ghost of that. Scout. So would you that's would you classify insane. that more as a scientific phenomenon, or do you still think that's paranormal, and, or somewhere in the middle? You know, I think if, I have a section in the new book I call "Glitches same? in the Matrix." That was interesting too. And so I might I might you know uh, place them in that something okay. that's not necessarily ghosts or monsters or something like that, or right. but but it's still paranormal. So maybe glitch in the matrix. It all has to do with that. the Mandela effect. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. We went through a wormhole. Everything went. Everything's messed up now. Crazy. <laughs> you know, there's a theory that time travel caused. I was just reading. Someone said there's a theory time travel caused that where we all experienced something one way. Someone went back in time and changed something, and then everything changed, mm-hmm. and that's why everybody remembers it that way. Mm-hmm. Say it. <sighs> there's a. Have you heard the theory that we live in the in a matrix type? Situation yes. where we're all living in in, a, in the matrix. Surprisingly, there's a lot of science more more yeah. scientists that are actually like looking at this. And it's so, so crazy. Here's, here's my theory: if we are living in a matrix type situation where we're basically living a video game, then that means UFOs and Bigfoot and ghosts are Easter eggs for us to find inside <gasps> the Matrix. That's a good point. Yeah. Life is just a giant video game. <laughs> That's right. This is so weird. So, so, I, I I love it. so The Smiley Man's a good story. That's yeah. another one. I want to ask, I think it was called The Shadow Man. I didn't mark it now. I marked the wrong one. The one about the kids who were skateboarding, right? And there's that, that oh, guy yeah. that, that walked and then he'd disappear in the light and then they'd show up again. Yeah, so um, this came from a, a gentleman uh, named Kevin. He uh Kevin? Who, Kevin, who grew up in Smithfield. Kevin! <laughs> not that Kevin. Oh my so gosh. so weird. Like with producer Butters the other day, I summoned him. Because <laughs> 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 that, that was the story I was thinking about the Shadow yeah. Man, because like I said, I saw that picture and it just looks like a black silhouette right. basically with yellow lights, and that's what the Shadow Man story makes me think of. Right. Um, there were several times that, that he saw, him and his friends saw um, what they called the Shadow Man in, in Smithfield um, one time that was so crazy uh, it even had tripped his friend off yeah. the skateboard and then they chased it and um, but it what and then they chased it through the the cemetery one time too and um, he doesn't live there now but he's wonder he, he also wonders if more people haven't seen the shadow man in, in Smithfield but shadow people is like a really is something that happens a lot and in the first, uh, in my first book, I talk about uh, a lady who ran into a, a shadow person <gasps> on the hike. With they were in with a bunch of people on the hike, and and it started up the trail towards them. And uh, when they find side, showed the flashlight on it, it would disappear. But um, yeah, shadow people are 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 kind of a. I don't want to say like a big thing right oh my now, gosh. but yeah, it does happen. Why did a I lot. just look at pictures? <laughs> Why? What did I just do? Well, well that's an alien. Well, so that, yeah. <laughs> that, that's but like, look at this. So, so oh. a gentleman, is it ghosts with less physical presence? Oh, I hate or, this. You know, that's an interesting thing. There's a lot of talk about whether they're um, mm-hmm. 
spirits, whether they're inhuman spirits, that's something that was never a person to begin with, uh-huh. um, or uh, an elemental, um, which is also like a spirit of the forest kind of a deal. Right. When it shows up in the in the mountains. So it's kind of up for debate. Okay. And I think um, under different circumstances, it can appear you know depending it might be a, just a, a ghost that that doesn't fully form you know or right. it could be an inhuman spirit it just depends on the situation i think oh, gotcha okay why, so why am i th- close this this McCall, is what we, we not a lot of call we expand our minds and no no, no 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 so the no. last question i want to ask about this question uh-huh. this or the last story i want to ask about because this story i read it and i immediately thought i have to ask john more about this when i know we're going to finally sit down and interview him and i would say this one's the creepiest but literally there's not a whole lot that happened to it, and it's the halloween and wellsville story oh okay with the yes. Put it the robe figures. Yeah, the robe figures. So, uh, this individual, um, uh, he was uh, dating a gal in high, he was in high school, lived in Hiram, dating a gal from Smithfield. No, no, from uh, Tremont area. And um, it was a couple days before uh, Halloween, and he was taking her home after a date. And so they were talking about haunted, spooky stuff. And so to scare her. Um, where the Wellsville Cemetery is, um, one of the roads that you can go to get on the back Ugh. roads and you end up towards um, Mendon mm-hmm. and, then, and then finally out towards Tremont. Anyway, I, I lived in Wellsville road. for a little bit, right. so I'm like... Mm. Right by the railroad tracks mm-hmm. down there. Anyway, It's so a nice, creepy little place. Yeah, it is. It's really creepy. <laughs> it's so great. he pulls it's in... Creepy little place. Is, yeah. Oh, yeah. wait till you hear the story. It is. So <laughs> he pulls in to scare <sighs> her, you know, oh, we're going to go in the cemetery, you know, and... And he pulls in and his headlights hit a, a giant moving van, first of all. That's the first thing he notices. No. And then he looks and there's about, I don't know, he said, I think he said about 20 hooded figures. No. In brown hooded robes Bye. covering their face. doing They were doing something. And they all stopped when his lights hit him. And so they're sitting in the car and he's, they're like, what have we accidentally stumbled upon? Right. You know? uh, and then all of a sudden in unison, they all turn and start running towards the car. Oh my gosh, no! And Jesus, so, I had to ask yeah. story. He's no. like, oh my gosh. So he throws it in reverse, just tears out of the cemetery. And uh, this was in the, the 90, early 90s, so obviously no cell phone. Right. So he goes down to, down in Wellsville, there was, I guess, one um, pay phone. Uh-huh. He goes at the down gas and, station. Yeah, at the gas yep. station. Goes mm-hmm. down, calls 911, um, and tells the dispatchers. They send what? the dispatchers. They send the police out to find out what's yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck? But this is what was funny was um, he was talking to his brother-in-law, which worked with the, the police department after to see if they'd found anything yeah, right. out. When they got there, nothing. They didn't see anybody, didn't find anything. Right. There was no damage. There was nothing done. Right. But oddly enough, um, for... A couple weeks leading up to Halloween, this group of people had been showing up at cemeteries all over the valley and doing something, but they don't know what. Oh my gosh, that's why there's so much haunted (laughs) stuff here. I thought that was creepy. In the story, nothing nothing really happened. Right. But I think it's the creepiest of all because what the heck were they doing? What were the bunch of people doing? Yeah, Yeah. in robes with a moving Uh, van in a cemetery at one o'clock in the morning. Slumber party. You're not. (laughs) 
get no. interrupted. Now rude of you. Anything. <laughs> no, you know? uh, that's so. like terrible. Who knows? Like, absolutely been, terrible. It, uh, and I know, I'm sure you do a little bit of research with mm. all these stories. Have you found anything like a different year where somebody had a, a That was the only year that the it happened. Only year. The only year that it happened. Yep. And it was the, in the early 90s. And so who knows I, who, what group it was and why they were doing it. Uh, it's hard. Right? What they were doing. It makes me want to throw no, up. There was no damage. There was like nothing. So what were they doing there? <laughs> it's kind of really weird. Oh, so. that yeah, that makes me right? want to throw up. Right? That's like yeah. Uh, uh, well, like, like the, I think I the, lived the, in Wellsville. Yeah, the story I think <laughs> captured it really well too, because you're like freaking out because you don't know what's going on, and the fact that twenty rope people start start chasing, chasing you down. <laughs> you're like, could you, well, could you imagine though? Like, well, while they're standing there, I could just imagine it being like a group of people, like you, me, producer Butters. Like we're all just standing there, and all of a sudden it's like. Get him. <laughs> we just like turn around and start running start just for running, fun. Scary. But, it's a death. But, okay, guys, on the count of three, turn around. One, two, this three. Scary. Go. Oh. Yeah. I can't do that nowadays. I think it'd end up bad for us. Yeah. Yeah. People would have video. <laughs> we would be the next phenomenon on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Get all of the views. Oh. That's, That's terrifying. So that, so that story kind of no. makes me uh, raise the question uh, why we, you know how there's more like, police cases back then of weird things being reported mm-hmm. but not as much now why are we such skeptics now versus back then you know what i'm saying because yeah. when, when you would report something to the police back then they would okay let's figure this out right now if you say something like that they're like you're crazy right <laughs> well i maybe it's just the fact that uh as as a society, we're more cynical, maybe? Yeah, I think that so. could be. Well, then I think you talk like the the worldwide news cycle, I think, comes up a lot. And I think it's something, too, like, well, if that's the case, why can't, like, where's the video evidence? Like, yeah. Why is there no right. proof of this? Right, Pixar right. Pixar didn't happen. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Pixar <laughs> yeah. didn't happen. Yep. So that's exactly how it is. That's, I mean, you think about all the things that are on, just on Facebook now. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too. And I, I'm bringing up these Ranker articles again because they're nuts, but, like, like you know, one of the most gruesome pictures I think I've ever seen on the internet. And I'm sure I'm sure you've seen it, and they're making a movie about it too. Is the Russian sleep experiment? They always have that picture of that oh, like goblin yeah. looking guy. Oh yeah. yeah. Google it. Go- yeah. Google the Russian sleep experiment. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's I promise you've scary. seen this picture before because whenever it comes Nicole's up on creepy for. things, that picture is always included. Yeah. But yeah, like that's yeah. a real thing. Like it, they, yeah, why like, am I doing this? Things exist because like that. People to. are like, yeah. oh, I don't know about Bigfoot and stuff like that. Right. They're making a movie about this. Oh, are by they? Some creepy pasta. Pasta. That, that, one. that one right there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, isn't that creepy? I've never seen that before. <laughs> Why did you the just best, make that the best belong thing is in my head now? You never can't unsee that. Yeah, it, yep. You cannot it's unsee stuck. that. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> it is burned in so your brain. So, what is the story of life, that? What is, this, what is yeah. that? It, it, the science, uh, so, apparently. Oh, oh no, sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. I was just. Apparently, they were doing way back when, I think during the war, actually. World War Two, probably. World War Two. they were doing experiments on sleep deprivation, and they were like depriving people of sleep. That makes me want to throw up. I closed it. I was like, nope, we're done. I'm not looking at this anymore. That's pretty much how, where that. They went crazy after. Yeah. It was like weeks and weeks and weeks. They didn't let these people sleep. They kept giving them drugs to keep them awake. Yeah. And insane. It's crazy. There, there, there's a movie coming out, I think, this year about it. Yeah. Ooh. I saw a trailer for Can't it. Can't wait for that. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I went 36 hours just now of no sleep. Yeah, that's was, true. He did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You're, you know, you're but, starting to look a little goblinish. But there, the, thing that's, the thing that's really intriguing to me is, is that these things happened. Like, 
That's, that, that was my point. That like, happened. That is a legit and, picture. And, and you yeah. look at it's terrifying. It is terrifying. And you look at you look at all of these these situations like that of 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 like situations that have happened in the past, and it's mm. just like, Ugh. why did we do that? Like, why did you do that? Well, and it's interesting. No. That, you know, going back to the whole, you know, pictures or. It didn't happen. Yeah. We also live in a time when you can almost fake any picture. Absolutely. So so this is what I find with people is it all has to do with their, your, your own mind and what you're willing to accept. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't believe it, you can either say, well, if there's no picture, I'm not going to believe it. Or you can say, oh, well, it's been doctored. So I don't believe it. It's all, it all has to do with open mindedness. Yeah. yeah. It's just depends on, on what you, you know, your belief system, I guess. Yeah. For you, John, obviously, you know, Paranormal. A lot of uh, the stories of your childhood are, are, mm-hmm. are in the first book, mm-hmm. and so you kind of like state what your experiences are with it to kind of state like your your credibility, I guess, so to speak. But right. how how have things changed for you? Maybe with I don't, not necessarily belief, because I don't think your belief has changed at all. But between the first book and second book, is there anything that's changed with your mindset when it comes to paranormal? Um, just amazing at um, how much even you know. I thought that I kind of had a good grasp on the paranormal, you uh-huh. know, UFO, Bigfoot, creatures, ghosts. But every time I turn around, it gets expanded a little bit more yeah. because now you have like the Mandela effect like yeah. we talked about. We have glitches in the matrix mm-hmm. and we have, you know, it just seems to keep expanding, which is which is really cool, you know, I think, that there's a lot of different things out there and, yeah. and more things. And it, and it gives me more to study and, and explore, so... On that subject, for you, how do you balance being like an expert in this? Because you talk, you know, we've talked now a little bit about how there's expanded reach now, so you can you can see more things from around the world, but also mm-hmm. there's a chance to fake more. So for right. you, how do you balance that with this constantly? You say you learning new stuff with okay, that seems legit, and then no, that seems bogus. You know, and this is the thing, I I totally. I, I just have to go by my gut feeling when I interview somebody. Um, you've got to just, because there's times you might interview somebody and and you just have, you're like, you're making this up or it's just a feeling. And, and unfortunately, that's mostly what you have to go with. Kinda it's just your gut, gut feeling. Yeah. Right. But like I said, there's been times I've interviewed people and you can just hear the, the fear in their voice after 20 years. When yeah. They're, they're re- and there's a, there's they're a panic. They're reliving mm-hmm. that event. Yeah. yeah. And, and they, yeah. and so, you know, I, I, I tell the story and I, and I put it in the book because I believe the person Right. That's told the story. And that what that could mean is that I, at the very least, I believe that that's what they believe they saw. Right. Yeah. But but um, but that goes to, um, you know, uh, believing the person, basically. Gotcha. So so yeah. I'm going to do I'm going to knock on wood. I'm going to ask McCall a question real fast. So McCall, uh-huh. since we've talked to John now, we've read his books. We talked to him last year. We've yeah. had the book, and we've we've talked, I think, a lot of not a lot, but about paranormal stuff on our show mm-hmm. semi-regularly. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have experienced anything differently or you've noticed more? Like you're more aware to any of the paranormal stuff? You know, honestly, no. I think I I, I started to become more uh, aware of it once I moved to Vernal and once I started understanding about like skinwalkers and stuff. I think that was something that, that... triggered it in my own brain because I grew up here I grew up in Brigham City right. I grew up in Tremont and I grew up over there and I never really paid any attention to it I know my stepdad talked a little bit about uh like some of the old old uh folklore no just like the old mining towns mm. and the old ghost oh, towns yeah. in in like West Box Elder County and we, we discussed that a little bit before but 
I never really paid attention to it. And then I moved to Vernal and then I was like, oh my gosh. And then I moved back home and I back back here and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, this has been here the whole time right. and I have yeah. just never ever paid attention to it. Now, I, I don't think I have had necessarily any big experiences. Uh, I know there's, I'm pretty sure there's a ghost in my house, but it's a helpful ghost, so that's fine. But <laughs> he, he cool, a, he can stay. It, it's a ghost that opens the door for me, it's fine. I, I had a big it. box of things and I, I couldn't open the door and I just said, man, it would be nice if, the, if this door would open and then the door handle turned and opened and I was like, cool thanks ghost and walked out the door and closed <laughs> the door maybe, and i told dustin i was like there's a ghost and he's like are you sure maybe matilda <laughs> i'm pretty sure matilda doesn't matilda. live in my house you but you're Ma- never mind got it there it is <laughs> the reason i knocked up what is because I, I think i asked you when we talked about your first book if you mm-hmm. found that more experiences with paranormal led you open to having even more and so mm-hmm. it's not something before we met you mm-hmm. not something I ever looked into I'm a call to my right. skinwalkers and it's something I've read about and pay attention to and now I've gone through both books and I love both of them but I, don't, I have oh. still haven't I have right. my, my possible skinwalker story about the night I told on my car mm-hmm. and I have like a, a piece of equipment from what used to be a haunted house that uh, our school used to use oh right but that, that's about it and yeah. so I'm curious now two books in if your mm-hmm. attitude is still the same that it because i know and i i guess i'm contradicting myself a little bit because i feel like a lot of the stories in your books are from people who say specifically i've never had this encounter before. Right. that's how i know this was real right is it more an experience makes you more aware and more open to more paranormal is it just more i think it can draw i think it can and, and i think it has to do with the luck of the draw too and um you know i i I talk to a lot of people who go out on ghost hunting and stuff like that. Right. And um, it's kind of like they're more apt to have an encounter um, because they're actually going out and looking for it. Right. Kind of of a deal, you know. And but as the general public, uh, a lot of times when it happens, it's not you're not thinking about it. It just happened yeah yeah that yeah. makes sense so. i know that one so that was uh i wanted to ask you guys do you any of you have like any personal experiences like, no the, the two stories i have is so there used to be so where my high school is in my hometown is called lafayette jeff high school yeah and so right next to it's a place called the pythian home and what it is was downtown in my high school or my hometown there used to be that's where my high school used to be and then they moved it to where it is now and they made that um that uh, uh, retirement home and then the building next to it was retirement home the Pythian home was retirement home and then they shut it down and so it was an old building it's existed for a long time so what our school used to do the choir department would take over and they it's called the haunted mansion Hmm. so they they'd build it just that's what it was used for every year it was a big fundraiser for them and then they had birds and bats got in and it got infected and (laughs) they closed down it's knocked down now it doesn't exist anymore wonderful and I was friends with a guy who had worked on it since he was in middle school and so I got to go into it um, after it had closed. Like, people weren't allowed into it. And I took, ho- took home two pieces of sound equipment that they just used to create sounds for the Haunted Mansion. Hmm. And the equipment, I think twice, turned on. And I never plugged in anything, but it would turn on by itself. Mm. And it was loud equipment. Like, it was a scream. And so yeah. I, don't, I don't know where that went. It got put out in the garage, and I think it, it might have got thrown away. So that's my Good. one. And then the other Good, one was I was driving on county roads in the middle of nowhere, and something ran across the road, which it looked like it was a coloration of a fox, but it was way bigger than a normal fox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I crashed, and it's I don't know what it is. And McCall told me spin, about skinwalking. <laughs> I was like, it sounds somewhat See, similar. Thing, yeah. Things like that are hard, because just like, was it just an animal? Was it not? You I know? don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Producer Butters, do you have any stories? 
Not that I could think. No. McCall, do you have any? No. no you didn't really get no experiences. I so not I not really. I, I mean, have one. Not anything too outrageous. That um, I remember like visually, like I can replay it in my mind over and over and over and over and over again. And it wasn't something super crazy, but for some reason I just I didn't like it. But right. I was in my neighbor's house, and this is back in Florida. Um, I was hanging out with his uh, little sister who was my age and then my cousin no and (laughs) (laughs) you remember brad's story about the the shadow guy next door yeah and then his friend had the sleep paralysis it's terrifying go ahead but um so we're just hanging out and i in my neighbor's house and i've always had like an uneasy feeling in that house for some reason i didn't didn't know what it was but we were just hanging out this was after the hurricane so there's a little few renovations going on in the house or whatever and so I told them, because I saw the door kind of just move a little bit, and I thought maybe my mind's playing tricks on me. It's like, hey, that door just moved, and, you know, us being kids, we're like, oh, let's figure out what's going on. So we walked the house, and all the doors were open, and then we walked the house again, and all the doors were closed. And we're like, wait, what? So I sit down on the couch, and they go into another room to figure out what's going on, and my neighbor's door to, like, his master bedroom was closed not like cracked open it was closed and i saw the doorknob turn and the door just open yep and i was like nope that's it (laughs) i'm done yep (laughs) no and i don't know why because it's 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 not like a flying picture frame or some something crazy it was just a a doorknob turn and a door open but for some reason that is like it's terrifying to my mind i'm just like no (laughs) <laughs> the ghost story because you mentioned the ghost thing is that something you feel like has helped or hurt because I think we talked about it last time on TV you thought that that made it less taboo because now it was on TV but I know right. for, and my dad's a cynic but I'm going to use him as an example for him like there was a show I think they did a special once on Discovery or something where they had a bunch of people go try and find Bigfoot mm-hmm. and he's, he, he his response is I think it's a cynical response but he's like I don't understand why they don't just stack people up shoulder to shoulder and just comb through a forest, through the forest so yeah. do you find TV stuff like that helps because it makes it more open or does it make people more cynical because they're not sure there's just like yeah we didn't have an experience well I think it's a double edged sword um, I think on, on one hand you know it, it kind of brings it to the forefront and makes people who have had experiences not feel like it's so taboo but just from my experience um with the groups that i've talked to and when i've gone you know had the opportunity to go uh, ghost hunting or whatever you um every time you go you don't have an experience of course it's like but, fishing right it's on like fishing yeah exactly but you watch the shows and they have a ton of experience every time they go you know what i mean edit them down so, yeah so there. they they edit it down or you know there's things where maybe they they might because honestly they're, they're they're under the gun to have an exciting show and so i think some things come out right. so if you if you go into it with an open mind and realize that that not all of it might necessarily be paranormal or whatever you know I, I think it's i think it's okay and it can be entertaining yeah you know so but but like you say uh definitely and one thing that i always tell you know whenever i have anybody come to me and say i would really like to go ghost hunting what is your suggestion this is my suggestion you find a group of people sure. a group never by, a group. Yourself, never by yourself go in a group <laughs> do um, not go by yourself yeah 
and you gotta you gotta one make sure that um that they they follow the rules meaning you know they get permission to go where they're gonna go that don't just show up not don't just show up that they're respectful to no they're (laughs) respectful you're getting hot (laughs) (laughs) that they're respectful to the people who own the property and also to the necessarily to the spirits that might sound really weird but there's people that come in and and are rude and mean and try and stir things up and i'm particularly not a fan of that no because honestly if you have somebody whose house is haunted and they're really concerned about it and then they call you for help and then you go in and stir things up that's like if you i always say it's just like if you had if you had a hornet's nest on your back porch and you called the exterminator and they just like and he came and just threw rocks at it and then Then left left. that would not be helpful no so it's the same thing they laughed as they left right we stirred it up good so no and then also just the other my last thing that i tell somebody is make sure that it's that it's a group of people that you would go to a party with and then that you would you get enjoy with that you yeah. trust and then you would enjoy because it's about, you know, making friends and enjoying the experience. So makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So my last question and I'm actually it's a two part question because I'm curious if it'll end up in the book. You you got a question? Oh yeah. I just wanted to go back on the whole expanding thing. I wanted to know if you've ever came across anyone that brought up SLI, which is street light interference. Have you ever heard of that? Mm, I haven't. What's a that? What's a that? What's a that? What is uh, McCall's looking it up? Yep, she's looking street it up. Street light no, interference. Explain that one so to it's me. like what they call it in the in the street light interference is um, the they will call these people sliders, mm-hmm. SLI, and basically is people that have this phenomenon where they happen because huh. you know when a street light turns on or off when mm-hmm. you, you you go by it is just. Sometimes there's interference and it happens, but right. some, for some people it happens, oh, it's it like happens Dumbledore. all the time. Really? That's yeah. interesting. So for me, I've noticed that every time... No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Every time I... Well, it could it could be not like a paranormal phenomenon. It could be some with frequencies. No. Or Your frequency, yeah. yeah. You know, some, so I don't know. messes with the light, the, the lights as you it go definitely, by. I definitely notice in, in my lifetime thus far, every time I drive or walk <sighs> by a street light, it'll either turn off real quick and kind of like slowly and turn back on. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, that's that, interesting. That happens a lot. Huh. I've noticed that a lot too. Oh, me. That's me and Producer Butters. Hmm. Happens a lot. We have the power. Especially through House. Smithfield. You have to pay attention to it. Yeah. yeah. I notice it when I drive, but when I drive, it's because my lights are bright enough that they turn off. Because my lights on my car. But when but I go it? home at yeah. night, there is one light in Richmond that's in the yeah. middle that's just yep. flicking just really blah, 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 bad. It's going yep. like well, this. Well, like every well, time that's the thing. Sometimes it's, just, <laughs> sometimes it's just a light. And I was just going to bring that up. No matter where I go, it seems to happen. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I and know, I, I that's that's how that, I found so. that out because I was like, I wonder if there's a thing, and Good I looked it, it up, and there's seizures. a whole society on it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, really? That oh, is really interesting. Uh, huh? So weird. I'll have to look at that. I'll have to look at yeah. that. That's cool. Like I say, it's always expanding. There's always right. new yeah. There's things. always something new. Yeah. So my my last question, two part question. Yeah. Uh, because one, I'm curious if it's something you might look into for future books, but um, I don't know if you're familiar with it. He's an artist on our station, Post Malone, 
went on a ghost hunt uh, and he touched. Oh, I was going to bring that I'm gonna up find earlier. It. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to look up the name of this, this box or whatever, but it's, it's apparently oh, yeah. super like one of the yeah, most it's a haunted. Hunt. It's like really. An, it's like an the bite. Like he's bite. cursed. What yeah. is it? And so now everybody's yeah. saying that like, he's, he, he's, he wrecked his Bentley. It's his the... plane tires blew out and they had, right. had that crazy emergency landing. That That's the response to the curse. It's uh-huh. So I'm curious if one, it's something that could be in a future books and two, what your take is on it. You know what? I, I absolutely do believe in, in cursed objects okay. and, and I'll tell you why. Die book um, box. That. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um it's whether it is an actual like for example, if you don't know and you touch it and then does it bother you or do you have to know? Um I honestly believe in, in that objects can be cursed or give that. And I'll give you a, a good example. Uh. So if you go to Hawaii, they okay. say when you visit the big island and you go to the um volcano, uh-huh. They, it's, there's, there's stuff everywhere that says, do not take the rocks. Yep. It's cursed if you take a rock. I, I have a story about I'll, I got a story oh about Oh my gosh, no so way! I'm glad you didn't say sand because they say the same thing and I, have, I brought oh, sand home. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but for, they, they, have, they have an entire department that their whole job is to um, take packages that have rocks and return them back to the thing because people will take rocks not believing in it uh-huh. and then their life just goes to crap mm-hmm. and then they they blame it on the rock and so they ship it back to hawaii and say please put this back and they have a whole department and there's a couple of people their wow. whole job is to unpack okay. rocks was, and put them back wow. I was saying, just to further support That's based on crazy. your book you have the story about the let was, me was the, can i tell the story first? well i'm just gonna say oh, yes one second the yeah. cobbler's bag right, right the cobbler's if, bag. If, it, if an item could be haunted why mm-hmm. couldn't it be cursed right exactly right, right. exactly okay, so go ahead so, What's your yeah. story? okay so um on q92 yeah we had an afternoon guy yeah yeah uh, his name is Wayne. Okay. I can't remember what his last name is. It's been a while. It's uh, been a while. And it's been a while. Anyways, he came home from Hawaii with a a jar full of rocks, like lava rocks. Yeah, lava okay? rocks, yeah. And uh, the one of the morning guys is from Hawaii, told him, said, take that back. Take it back now. Send it back. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you're going to do. Get it back. He planned another trip to Hawaii. Didn't take it with him. Drowned. What? <laughs> yes. He drowned. <laughs> oh. Take a while. They were scuba, oh. no, it's a, it's scuba a, it's diving and he drowned. Oh man! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Crazy! It's a, it's it, that's a that's a real thing. So there and and there's other places too that Bill like right. that box and yeah. and there's other things too that are that are you know cursed. Um. Uh. One of them, there's a chair, and I wish I could remember the name of the um, of the bar in England where there was a there was a guy that was supposed to be executed. This in the 1800s, uh-huh. and so his last request was to go to the bar and sit in his stool, his chair, and have a drink. So he did. That was his last request, and he said he cursed the chair that if anybody sat in his chair, they'd die. And so, mm-hmm. so many people sat in the chair and died that they. But they didn't want to get rid of it, so it's actually nailed up on the wall where nobody can sit in it anymore. Wow. But they're like, yeah, don't sit in that chair. Busby Stoop. <laughs> there you go. Yep, the Busby yep. Stoop chair. Yep. So, yeah, I, I definitely believe that, that stuck on yours. objects can is be it, Is it something, I, I'm just, I'm not trying to get too much out of you for the third no. book. I'm super curious because I'm no. sure there's going to be something I've never heard of before. Right. But curses, is it something you've run into at all during your books or in your paranormal exploration? Um, No, not not personal stuff yet. Not not interviewing somebody who's who's had a cursed item, though. No, that, uh, 
uh, haunted objects yes like okay. the like that cobbler bag and um there's one that i eventually want to put in whether it's in this book or the next um it was a rosary um bead that, uh-huh. that was given to him um a nun, uh, from a nun from a long time ago Crazy. and she seems to be attached to that but wow yeah. I'm, how have you never shared that story? Yeah, before? I'm like shocked that's never yeah, come I, up before. I have the news story I pulled up right here. If you'd like to read oh it sometime. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, his, his name is, look up Wayne Richards on uh, KLCE. Wayne Richards. That's crazy. He's 54. Yeah. I've been to Hawaii a couple times. I mm-hmm. think I remember to say something. I remember They always tell you don't take the sand, but oh. I don't remember anybody saying it was cursed, but that's, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Wow. It was crazy. Okay. Curses exist, McCall. Wow. Such a good guy, too. Yeah. That is just crazy. I'm just gonna take nothing from nothing. (laughs) I I don't know if he just didn't know, but I'm. Is the Grand Canyon up for grabs? Because I got a rock from the Grand Canyon. (laughs) I think you're good. Okay, good. I think you're good on that. Solid. (laughs) There is a cool story. I won't get into it, but there's a belief that there's a part of the Grand Canyon, the part that's really basically impossible to get to. Uh There's a theory that um, that people have gotten to it, and there's. Um, ancient caves that's connect not connected physically but connected to um ancient egypt they no found way. ancient egypt um stuff in in uh, these caves so and legit. Stuff, but let's go guys it's I weird just, that's our next time well it's i mean there's just so many things like for example one of the pharaohs was buried with coat with co- cocaine uh-huh. but the only place you can get that is south america so how did cocaine get from yeah you know it's I'm, that I'm, kind one of, of my stuff. favorite sci-fi movies is predator oh yeah that's there you solved. go aliens, help aliens help I just, i'm so intrigued by this because now i'm just nervous that i'm going to touch something on accident <laughs> that's going to be cursed <laughs> right? and i'm just well, gonna the be crazy like it's oh. too like we've talked this has all been paranormal stuff we haven't talked like there's stories in here and, and we've talked about we didn't get on any of the alien stuff like there's mm. alien stories in here yeah, there's i know UFO all of the ufo stories, stories. there's like disappearing people hours disappearing yeah, which is crazy just not i just love all of it it's, it's such a good so book it's good Thank you. if you don't Thank close you your so mind much. off to it i don't yeah. know how you wouldn't find it it's terrifying but it's interesting <laughs> yeah maybe there should be a second podcast on just aliens aliens <laughs> well, i go. can do 20 podcasts well, on the subject yeah. you talk about vernal and there's a there's a saying that um, everybody in vernal has either seen a ufo or they haven't lived there for very long weeks, so. yeah <laughs> it's true i've never seen a ufo <laughs> But how Actually, long did you live there? But a lot no. of people have. In oh Vernal, my so. gosh, I have. McCall just stumbled upon a repressed memory. Repressed memory. I did repress out. it. I did repress it. I, I think it was just a. I don't know. I don't know what That's it was. I was. I don't know what it was. I was driving, and I was driving out towards Red Fleet. Mm. And as I was driving out towards Red Fleet, I saw this like. I don't even know what it was. Like it was just this like blue green, like. It looked almost like a meteor oh, that wow. came down, but it was like big. Like Wait, it was when big. was this? This was a couple years ago, two years ago, three years ago, probably. Hmm. Uh, okay. So it was like this blue green like meteor type thing. Cause what? No, go ahead, go ahead. Finish okay. Story. He gave you uh, to me. He gave you that skeptical look. Like I don't know that this is. Because there was actually <laughs> a she meteor. Might, she might have seen something, so, but it matches. So it was like this blue green thing, and it looked. It seriously looked like a meteor. I reported it with the with the like with NASA or whoever it was on some like report your UFO sighting oh, here. Oh, Yeah, so I was like whatever, yeah. I'll report it. So anyway, it was like off on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So as you're heading out towards like Steinecker, uh, you start to kind of curve around and I saw this thing and it was like probably like this size in the sky. 
Oh, wow. And it was like, it was coming down and it came down, but it left like a trail, like a comet. Oh, yeah. And it like came down in this like blue green type thing. And then it just like disappeared behind like the mountain and I mm. couldn't see it. And I just was like, nope, uh, turned right around and drove man. back home. But it was Crazy. like getting, it was just getting dark. Ooh, like uh-huh. it was just about dusk time and <laughs> it was the weirdest Literally the weirdest thing, yeah. and it was it, didn't, it slow though. Not like you know how yeah, many it just quick. no, this it was just slow. was slow. It just yeah. moved kind of slow, but it came down in like a. It wasn't that. Okay. It wasn't like that. Hmm. Uh, it wasn't like that at all. But it 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 just it was like a streak. Yeah. It was like a streak that just came down, and it came down at this angle like this. And then it went behind the sky, like behind the skyline where I could see. Yeah. And it was like that little trail just kind of stayed there and then it disappeared. And then it like, disappeared. And it wasn't like it stayed there for a long time. Right. It was maybe a couple of seconds. Right. But I completely forgot about that. Mm. A call's from upon a request. I do, have, awesome. I do have one too. Oh my gosh, what? I don't know if it's UFO, but that it freaked story, me out. I'm pretty sure I haven't heard this story. Like, freaked me it's out. It's all oh, coming yeah. out today. <laughs> so uh, I was up, I want to say, not the Cub River way, but the other way. Uh, you know when you're going up Cub River that splits. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh uh, yeah. You go up okay. past the Boy Scout camp, mm-hmm. and there's a warming hut up there. Yeah. Well, I decided I was gonna stay there. Oh boy, <laughs> that's a mistake. Yeah, that didn't happen. Um, all of a sudden, I seen uh, <laughs> a light that was going like this, like back and forth. Uh huh. Like just over the trees. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it just kept going. Uh, it freaked me out, so I just jumped in the vehicle and I left. Oh like, man. I just, I, and then my car broke down. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. You're actually an alien. So oh, it was like this. crazy. Kind of. Oh. Okay. Like similar to that, only yeah. it was like a like a bluish. It was like it was breaking oh, up, Claus. whatever it was. Santa Claus. One of the pictures that came up. So it was like this color. Oh, that's cool. Kind of. So that first but it, one I it showed did you? this. Yeah. yeah. I actually saw that. And Callie? <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, happened. I heard about that in Callie. That was At crazy. Towards the, it, it, was, it had to be December 22nd. If yeah, I'm, sure. If what I'm was that? Because they, they told they us what it was, it was but I was think it? it was a, I think it was... Um, what they say? They claimed they were launching. It was like the, they were the, actually launching something. Yeah, yeah it was. It was some they, kind they of a. To be launching. They're launching yeah. a spaceship or something. They're like, why know. didn't y'all yeah. tell us about that before you did yeah. it? Yeah, because it was a big. Because I remember. That, I remember I everybody had pictures. And driving cross country to Florida, and I just look out my window, and if you scroll yeah. up, so I kind of describe it because it, it you it's like a. It's got an or around a yeah, like a conical light. That's cool. It was. I was like, "What is? What is that? What is yeah. going on?" And it was so hard <laughs> because I was like trying to make it home on top, like fast. And I just started my trip. I'm on the highway going like 80, and I'm trying to look at this at the same time. And I'm like, I'm tempted to just pull over, but I was like, "Nah, just keep going." Mm. But it was definitely. I would. I don't know. It was weird. They said, uh, "Try to look it up." I'm I'm pretty sure they claimed it as. It was like the launching of something a launching, new. Yeah. Cause yeah, was, that's what they I said. I feel but, so left you know. out. McCall's got a skinwalker story. You got a ghost story. <laughs> Bruce Brothers has stories. Like, I don't. Uh, maybe you should I, sleep I, in I the guess, asylum. Maybe, maybe you'll get. Maybe you not paying attention. SpaceX, the SpaceX go, rocket SpaceX. is what it was. SpaceX. You should go camping alone, AJ. That will never you can happen. You can. I don't know. I don't know if I could even do that. We heard Jeremy's story earlier. That's why he's talking about the moon. The moon trail. He's like, if you go down there, you'll run into one and you'll get over them real fast. Like, or I'll die. Or I'll die. Woo! Let's weigh those options. 
you know, get cursed. It's funny. Uh, you you mentioned the Predator. You know, your favorite. Yes, movie is the Predator. one of my favorite sci-fi movies. Two weeks ago, um, oh, I no. interviewed uh, I interviewed a gentleman for my new book, and um, it's a new story in there. And he was up in the mountains alone, and he he's he's explaining how he was sitting in his jeep, and this thing ran past his jeep, and I'm like, well, what did it look like? And he was quiet for a minute, and he's like, well, it just ran past, and I'm like, well, I know, but what did it look like? And he's like, have you ever seen the movie Predator? Oh, oh no. And I terrifying. said, yeah. And he goes, it looked just like that. It was just a wavy, you know, distortion. Oh, yeah, when he's invisible. When he's invisible. Yeah. It looked just like oh, that. Oh, my gosh. Past. That's All right, terrible. Well, that was nice knowing you guys. I'm going back to Florida. <laughs> I'm buying my ticket. That's funny. But, yeah, anyway. <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, so, that was his best explanation. Not to give to, I guess... We've been talking about well, where can we get your book? Where can everybody get your book? To be, uh, either either of them, Stranger right. Bridgeland or Beyond Stranger Bridgeland. So um, they are both on Amazon, um, and they you can get the digital. I don't know the digital copy or the um, regular hard, hard, hard copy like that. Yep. Okay. And so and if anybody in and then I've also got my website, which is just strangerbridgeland.com. Um, you can go on there and it'll direct you to where you can also get it. I also have a section on there. If you have a story that you would really Ooh, like to share with me, that's a you good fill idea. it out and contact me. And um, that's that's awesome. Yep. So when, and I, 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 I'm sure you just started working on that, but mm-hmm. I, the problem is there's short stories, so I just consume them so fast. <laughs> yeah. When can we expect the next one? So the next one will be out um, about the same time next year. Okay. So the it's end of August. And this call. one will also be bigger too. Oh, that's more my, stories. It's growing. growing. It's growing. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Thank so. you as always, John. He's always telling us about the stuff. Like the books yeah. are awesome; they're really cool too. Definitely check them out. It expands your mind if you just have an open mind, and they're cool stories. And it's cool to have like the history of the area too, because it's both. It's right. paranormal, but it's also history of the area. Right. Yeah. I appreciate you guys having me on. This has been a lot of fun. So. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for coming in. Oh no worries. So, thank you to intern Tiny Tim. Not sleeping at night. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Producer Butters. Hey. And this has been AJ McCaw. Drop the mic on Beyond Stranger Bridger